So our first uh, movie that we're going to be reviewing is Creed 3. Creed 3, like I said, is the third film in the Creed uh, franchise. It is the spinoff of the Rocky franchise, which had six movies itself. Um, so together, all together with the Rocky franchise, including the Creed movies, this is the ninth film. Um, and this is directed by Michael B. Jordan. This is his directorial debut. The uh, star himself, Adonis Creed. Um, and Michael B. Jordan said coming to this movie, there was going to be a lot of anime influences bringing in this because he is a big fan of anime himself. Uh, and you can kind of see that, uh, especially during the fight scenes and some of that, uh, and some of this movie, especially during the end of it, um, you'll see a kind of a lot of DBZ Naruto, uh, with some of the things I, I, I kind of, uh, saw reference in this film. And maybe if you're a more hardcore anime fan, you'll notice something else. Um, so this movie deals with a new antagonist in Jonathan Majors who plays Dame, um, an old uh, childhood friend of the Adonis character who's come back, um, you know, just got out of prison, been in prison for close to 20 years um, and kind of wants another uh, chance uh, at life again. You know, he was a former boxer, uh, just like Adonis was, and he kind of wants a chance to be on top again. And that kind of comes into conflict with Adonis's character, trying to give him a chance, trying to, you know, uh, uh, do a little bit of redemption uh, of the way that he treated him and the way that he left him to kind of out in the cold uh, when they were kids. So that's kind of the setup here. And you see kind of the beginning of this movie movie you see that Adonis you know he's you know living high on life you know got a beautiful family you know wife daughter um you see that you know he's at the top of his game he just retired um the movie opens up with him having his final fight um and winning and it's just like everything is great everything is awesome uh until mm -hmm. Jonathan Major shows up uh and, and just kind of wrecks havoc there as you see um so with the Creed franchise I love the uh the first one Big fan of the first one. I think it's the second best of all these movies, including the Rocky movies. Um, so I enjoyed that a lot. And also, you know, speaking of the Rocky itself, Sylvester Stallone, he is not in this movie. Um, that was kind of a big point of contention for some people uh, with this third film uh, was that he's not going to be in it. Um, there was a there's a conflict between Sylvester Stallone and the producer of these movies. Um, so there's yeah. kind of a big beef kind of going on between them. So that's the reason he's not in this. Um, so yeah. he. Um, they do make slight references to him in the movie. They don't kill him off screen, so don't worry about that. They don't say that, you know, Poochie went to the home planet or nothing like that. They don't do nothing like that. Um, so uh, they just they just kind of uh, just make some small references to him. Um, yeah, but like I said, Creed, I think, is the second best uh, uh, out of all this franchise. Creed 2, I wasn't really too big of a fan of. Uh, you know, the whole introduction of Drago's uh, son and everything like that. I thought it was kind of a retread of the first movie. Uh, this one, I think I like kind of what it's doing um even though with it's kind of set up in premise very much you know it, it's kind of typical the old childhood friend that you did wrong and then they're coming back in your life and there's some tension there yes that is that is very cliche but i think a lot of stuff is raised um with uh you know the material is raised above with the direction of michael jordan who you know kind of makes sense that he'd be a good director uh given the fact that he's been in hollywood for a long time i mean he was a childhood actor he was on the show the wire um so he's been acting in in, in a lot of productions for a very long time and i think he does a, a, a good job here um and some of the flair 
flair that he adds to the fight scenes. Because I thought also with a lot of these Creed movies, one thing they do really have um, above the Rocky movies is the boxing scenes. I think the boxing scenes are, are top tier. Um, and they do a lot of good flair with those. Um, so I think he does a good job there. And bringing in Jonathan Majors, who is hot right now. Um, he is a hot ticket right now from things like Devotion, from things like Lovecraft Country, Last Black Man in San Francisco, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, you know, this movie, Creed 3. Um, he is a hot commodity right now, and everybody is, uh, his name is on the basically tip of everyone's tongue, um, and praising him left and right for how good of an actor he is, and again, I think he puts in a good performance uh, here um, as the Dame character. Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to pass it around a little bit, get everybody's kind of thoughts on this. Uh, Ant, what are some of your thoughts on Creed 3? Um, I think Michael B. Jordan should be favorite favorite for a uh, best director nod. Um, I think I think he did incredible. I think the, this is the best looking sports movie I've ever seen. Um, I think he doesn't have the the technical prowess of Ryan Coogler. I think when you watch those when you watch those original, um, the Creed Creed when you watch that first Creed movie, like just the boxing scenes on a technical level were just crazy. Like I like like no punch. You know, it doesn't do that thing where an obvious punch wasn't really a punch or it's like a they just hide the the boxing element really well. I remember I remember ducking and weaving a lot in those in that first Creed movie. I think what has been replaced that with that technical proficiency is like really good storytelling, some really creative metaphorical stuff, um some visual flair that that you mentioned um, I mean, every fight feels different here. Um, the second fight is like just a gritty. It's like one. It's just like a gritty, almost like a brawl. You're just watching thing. It's a hard. It's hard to watch. I mean, there's a moment with the mouthpiece um, that just just shook me to my core. You know, um, and so I think I think this is. Um, I think it's better than Creed One. You know what I'm saying? I think we said Jonathan Majors is amazing. I mean, that dude is like, he has a he has a screen presence. That is like amongst A-listers. Like when you look at, I think when I look at like Angelina Jolie, is like you just turn on a camera and she'll just give a look, and it's just that's it's box office, right? I think like he's on that Leo, Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie, um, Tom Hanks, Denzel level of just charisma and and on screen just presence, like and. Yeah, I mean, I think Creed Two is kind of like the the Thor Dark World of of of, of the the Thor movies, right? Like you kind of have the first movie that's like the the solid start, really grounded. You have the second one that kind of scales up and then kind of fails, and then the third movie brings some of that that personal kind of smaller scale stuff, and then also brings a new flair and the scale from the previous movie. And I I don't know, I feel like I feel like this is the best. This is the best movie I've seen in a long time. I think uh, everything ever all at once. This is since then. I think this is the best movie I've seen since then. And he should be favorite. Like I said, he should be favorite for best director. Mm. Interesting. Uh, Dusk. Um. Yeah. So we have the uh, the first three movies. We have the first one, which honestly revitalized uh, the franchise to a point. Rocky Balboa was a great way to end the franchise. Just. That was just Sylvester Stallone coming in and going, all right, I'm done. I didn't like how five turned out. I'm just going to kind of wrap it up this way and end it. And he thought he was done with it. And then um, years, many years later, uh, Ryan Coogler and 
I'm like Jordan and a few other characters. Like, well, we we kind of want to see if we could have a, a kind of different character and kind of tell a different story. And he was kind of worried about it. And then he said, ah, but you know what? I'll give you guys a chance. Why not? And it ended up turning out into a really solid movie. It was a good, it was a similar retread of the first Rocky movie, but it had its own style and its own similarities. And well, if it ain't broke, uh, don't fix it. And it ended up being really good. The second movie, I think what, I, I still enjoy that movie, but it is unfortunately the, the, the Black Sheep release of this trilogy where you want, I want to love it more, but in a weird way, it doesn't provide enough. There's an A and B story in it where uh, Michael B. Jordan's character as Adonis is, oh, okay, I just went in the title, I want to do this and this, and then later on, uh, there's the whole the Rocky conflict between him and Drago. And there's not enough enough of either side to really kind of finish it almost kind of tries to find a balance but it ends up not working for really either and so it feels a bit lopsided but overall i, I mean the fights were were solid and it was pretty good but this then we reaches this to this one but just like you said he's at the top of his game he ends on a title fight and it's like okay well now i have a life after and then all of a sudden a friend comes in i think jonathan majors does an excellent job uh it's right to right to be so that he is uh, getting a lot of uh, work right now. He he's excellent in this. It's this what could have come off as a very boring character, a very samey character. You can just see what kind of a, a broken individual he is. This p person who who was so close to getting what he wanted and just had to watch someone else and life pass him by for uh, many many years, and now he's like okay. Uh, let's go. I want to hit back right where I was going, and the world's kind of passing by, and they're like, oh, it was slowed down. It's like, no, there ain't no slowing down. I got to keep going. I, like, everyone else is on a different time, as I got to keep going. So he just delivers that great energy. And I think he more than makes up for a, a script that's okay. I think the script itself and the dialogue, I think it's all serviceable. It's very workmanlike. It's a very solid script, but it's never... I never was like going, oh, this is really great. This is really good, great dialogue back and forth. But it's made up for the performances. I think it's taken him a bit, but Michael B. Jordan really found his, find, has found his character as Adonis. I think he really is a good kind of experience where he's like, okay, I know what this character is. I know what he's kind of dealing with. I know what he would kind of do as a reaction. I think he does a good job of presenting that. And I think as a, for a first directorial debut, this is a very good example. And I would keep his team in any future if he's going to do so, because the cinematography in here is really, really solid. And I would continue with that. I think the first two fights are the best. And then when you kind of go to the third one, I did enjoy the experimentation, but I do feel it lost a little bit grit at the very end when you kind of take it to that level, even though I did enjoy it. Um... As for the side characters, uh, a lot of small stuff is introduced here and there, but we really don't have a lot of time to really deal with it. A lot of things are kind of told to us, but we don't really see. And I think that's unfortunately where some of that falls apart for me, where we have uh, his relationship between Bianca, who's now his wife, and now she's producing. She's not on stage as often because she wants to keep her, her hearing. And that's great, but... We're kind of told that this is hard for her, but we don't really get to see it. We get one little scene, and we I kind of needed more of that to see this this kind of tearing at the scenes, and it didn't really go there, um, even though I think she's played very well, and she does a, a great job. But that's uh, that's my feeling on it as kind of a, a rounding of characters.
and the story as a whole. Hmm. Okay. I agree with you that uh, Jonathan Majors. It's like mm. not the not the deepest character. Mm. I think I think this movie you could describe it as efficient. Mm. I remember I'm thinking back to the fighter, and it was so clear that David O. Russell did not care about the boxing in that movie. Oh like, my god, yeah. Um, even Creed too. It feels like the 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 side story, the the, the human element was just like a, a afterthought. You know, mm-hmm. it's all about recreating the. It's all about referencing uh, you know Rocky for whatever. Is uh? But I feel like hold on. Is Ant is 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 uh? Video. Yeah, you kind of froze in there, Ant. But it, we can yeah, still hear you. Yeah, I have a slow computer. I'm gonna power through. Okay. Um, no. Uh, what was that? Um, no, no, but it's efficient, right? I agree that the di- I don't. Well, I don't think any of us are going to say Michael B. Jordan is a great actor. Um, but I always compare it to like Jackie Chan. I don't think Jackie mm-hmm. Chan is is the best actor, right? I don't think John Claude Van Damme is the best actor. Mm-hmm. I don't think Sam Liu is the best actor. But like essentially, in these kind of roles, it's about being charismatic and then kind of fulfilling the action stuff. If you mm-hmm. get a Bruce Willis. It's amazing you know what i'm saying like those th- that's what makes bruce willis like kind of great if you get a robert downey jr you know more power to you he's not on that level but um he's not on that level but like the, when he's joking around or when 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 it's just two people sitting down i feel like they feel like real characters you know i think they bring mm-hmm. that from the from the movie um um really well and it's like yeah it goes really fast there there's there there it goes really fast there's a death that happens that doesn't get brought back up again oh, it, yeah. but it's kind of like marvel pacing you know like it's kind of mm-hmm. like the boring shit we're gonna we're gonna it's gonna be effective and then we're gonna go through it also this is a gorgeous looking movie so i think visually mm-hmm. he kind of he kind of covered it but i i I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. Like I said, man, Jonathan Majors is, is just box office. If you got anybody else in, he just, he'll, you know what it is? He's just unpredictable. Mm-hmm. He would just do stuff where it's like, it's like, why? I don't know a human that would act like that. It, it, it's a really dynamic performance because it's like, there's a scene where he's just out on the beach and he's mm. just like, <laughs> just scary. Like, it's just like, what? He, you don't know what he's going to do. You know what I'm saying? So I, I agree with you. I think, think this is a like a three out of five script that's elevated to five out of five through the directing and through and through the acting and i I don't have a i don't have a problem with that because that's not what this movie's about you know it's Mm -hmm. about striking that balance between the fights and the human drama Mm -hmm. yeah yeah uh you know jonathan major i mean people raise the question is it a situation where i mean he's kind of acting circles around michael b jordan in this i think michael b jordan is a strong actor i think he's pretty good um in most stuff i mean jonathan major's I mean, they said that um, after this, they want to have a Robert uh, Robert De Niro, Martin Scorsese type relationship after this. Like maybe, you know, they're going to do more movies together. So um, I'd be excited to see that. Um, and yeah, I mean, like you said, I, I think, you know, just to speak again about Michael B. Jordan's direction in this, um, you know, I think it is very good. And, you know, when you see some of the fights, you know, I, I kind of likened it. I mean, I see the anime stuff in there, but I also see like if you remember the Guy Ritchie Sherlock Holmes movie from 2009, um, like there's the scene uh, uh, kind of. Uh, uh, in the movie where you know Sherlock Holmes like breaks down everything like with the guys fighting he's like oh if, if I hit him here then this is gonna hurt and this is gonna break and if I do this this is what's gonna happen and it's all kind of in slow motion it's very good use of kind of slow motion and everything like that um and it's it's a it's a really great scene to to really tell you much about the character and I think that was very good the way it was used in uh Creed 
was of how he's really studying, you know, the kind of the the person that he's fighting against and how much of a smarter fighter that he's become over the course of these movies. Um, Dust was speaking about the uh, other characters here. You have Tessa Thompson, who's in this, who plays his wife. Um, you know, I, I like I like her character. I like, you know, her in the other two movies. She's got her kind of own story of being a singer and then also her uh, suffering from, you know, hearing loss. And that's kind of progressively getting kind of worse. And she wants to preserve what she has left. So she's kind of, you know, I mean, taking a little bit of a of a more of a backseat in terms of performing live um and now doing more of producing and writing for other artists and it's it's interesting that you know they try to do a little bit of a connection between her and the jonathan majors character of like you know how does that feel the fact that you know you're doing this you know for other artists when it's like but you know you're writing these songs that were meant for you but you're doing it for other artists like how does that feel and like they try to try to draw a little bit of a connection there um i wish this movie was longer you know, I, I wish it was maybe 20, 30 minutes longer uh, because I wish that you, we could have seen more of them as kids and more of, you know, uh, Adonis and Dame when they were kids and seeing that relationship grow uh, because, you know, so many of this is like they're saying, like, this was my brother. This guy looked out for me, um, you know, in the group home when nobody else did. You know, this this was my this was my friend. I wish they showed more of that, you know, and, you know, speaking about the anime influences on this, um, because Jonathan Majors, he was talking about, you know, Michael B. Jordan sitting him down and have him watch uh, an anime and bless Jonathan Majors. He didn't know probably what the hell he was looking at. He was just like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? But but by his best description, it seemed like I think he was talking about people were saying that he was talking about the fight scene between Naruto and Sasuke. Um, and, you know, if you watch Naruto, it's about these, you know, these two friends who you see them over the course of many seasons, you know, become, you know, kind of these, you know, people who hate each other, they're becoming best friends, all of a sudden becoming the enemies. Um, and to see that kind of relationship develop, you know, I just wish we had a little bit more of that to see more of that relationship between the two of them um grow there uh before you know because really it just the movie starts off really just with them as kids and you see the inciting incident uh incident that leads jonathan major's character to prison um so i just wish they did a little bit more of that um what, what are some of your thoughts on that uh there Ant? Um, I, I hear you, but I feel like, again, that's not what the, the movie is about. I think um, this is like a, almost like a paper-thin plot. So it's like, we're here to see the fights, right? Whatever justification we need to see these two people beat the shot of each other, right? Would have been cool, but I also think that you, you've seen Creed 1, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, and you know what? I disagree. Actually, I disagree with with us that's right he said that he's becoming fully realized man i feel like this character i think creed 2 just lost it like i think creed 2 just kind of like like this would be the perfect sequel to creed 1 you know um because i feel like a, we know what adonis is like he's 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 petty he's the, he's like the ultimate under you know what it is it's like rocky is like the blue collar underdog and then adonis is kind of like for lack of a better word, like the, the urban underdog, right? Like influenced by like rap culture, like sports culture and all that stuff. Like Rocky was just a, just a normal guy. This is what like a lot of like, these are what like a, like a lot of black entertainers, like this is how they act. And I think, I think, I think they nailed that from the beginning. I think this is like an extension of that. I think this is a per building off perfectly from, from that first movie as well. As far as them being friends, I, I mean, I felt it like, and again, I think 
I think Don, Jonathan Majors can act circles around anybody. You know, like Paul Rudd is a very good actor. He he acted around him. Like he he's just incredible as well. To to your your point before, but I feel like you just get you understand him. You understand them. I think it works. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Dusk, what's your opinion on that? Mm. I can see what you mean when you're talking about he didn't feel fully realized. I think, honestly, it mostly comes from the direction he's utilizing in this movie. That it's like, okay, he's kind of being centered. But I agree, Jonathan Majors is a, uh, is uh, directing, at least the acting circles on a lot of the scenes. He just has such a manic energy. There's so much tension in just the... <laughs> And just he's Michael J. Jordan's just playing Donis, like trying to be calm, trying to be whatever, trying to pretend that he's not who he is. I think that's a theme I liked about it is, is yeah, you surround yourself with all this, but you, we all know who you are. And uh, I do, uh, Jonathan Major's character is just like, I'm just not going to hide it. I know who I am. And uh, you mess with me, you, you're going to get torn, torn apart. And I want it. And this is what I want. And so there's automatically a danger right from there. But he's also very charismatic. He also knows people's weaknesses. He's had spent a long time uh, surviving, getting to know in an environment that you you need to be aware of your surroundings at all times. So him always being manic, even when outside, it makes sense. He's always looking around him, always um, got something on his shoulder. But I think the one thing I would have liked from this movie, I agree with you, uh, Josh. I would have liked more time because the pacing is so quick. I'm like, okay, we could... I didn't really feel the length. We could have added another 20 minutes. I think this would be all right. I would have liked to have seen more fights that uh, that Dame won so that it comes off he's not just... Because the way it comes off, it almost like, oh, well, he was just kind of like a fluke. It was like a fluke victory. I'm like, no, no, no. I, I want to see more of his technical fighting where he does have a... He is a good fighter. He just does whatever it takes to win and just landing there. Because the next time we see him, he's in like... Uh, he's just in this great position. And he's like made some money. I'm like, uh, how long has passed? What's yeah, the time? Right. What's yeah. the time here? Uh, he was in a penthouse. Like he won. Yeah. He won one fight. He was in a penthouse. Yeah, I'm like, you're one for one fight, bro. Like that's not that doesn't happen on overnight. Yeah. And I see maybe like two overnight. or three more fights. Maybe like a brief montage of the TV. It's like and another victory and another challenger. And uh, but I will say this: I'm happy that two Creed two happened. At least in a way that it allowed uh, Michael B. Jordan and Bianca's characters to also have an additional things things to do. It allowed them to do a different dynamic, and it allowed them to cover uh, an area that was uh, that doesn't really get talked to about unboxing. So I enjoy it for that. It's not a great movie, and if you compare that to one in, in this one, yeah, I think it definitely is lower on the totem pole. I think there's just not enough that covers both those sides and a lot of the humanity. I think that would have brought it up to the level of these other two just isn't there. It's very surface level. And that's the unfortunate part. Uh, shoot. But yeah, yeah, with this one, it's, it's, uh, I do, uh, I do like the fact though, that unlike in previous Rocky movies and wasn't really stopped, started until Apollo Creed himself. I do like that. Uh, you see a cameo between, uh, Dra uh, Ivan Drago's son and then, Oh yeah, they are now kind of like, enemies becoming kind of sort of uh, may even just becoming rivals not necessarily an enemy trope. yeah but it's fun it's a fun trope. Oh, it's, no it's good i mean i think i think that's what works about this one is that they bring in the references to rocky but it's like subtle like it's not as it's not as obvious mm -hmm. right 
mm. as opposed to the second one, which is just literally just fan service. Yeah. yeah. Um, this uh, uh, Michael Jordan said he probably watched a lot of, but I lo- a lot of the boxing techniques, a lot of the way he was saying, oh, I'm just going to hit him in the ribs and do this. That felt very Haji no Ippo, Haji no Ippo-esque, where it's like, oh, I'm going to, this kind of a boxer, and they lean back and they do this, and oh, he's going to curve with his, his elbow, and I'm going to hit you in this area. I'm like, okay. That's very, bo- he's watched a few boxing anime, at least. Hmm. Got some ideas from that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I rolled my yeah. eyes. Go ahead. Okay, I rolled my eyes when he said anime influence, because yeah. like, we know what that means, bro. Yeah. I always have an image of somebody with like a half fro and like a faded DBZ shirt, where it's yeah. like, oh, I like anime. It's like, <laughs> all right, man. Yeah. Do you really, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, but he, I think, I think he undersold it. Like, I think he undersold like kind of what he was going for, because oh, yeah. I think he, he captured the emotional, like he captured emotional nuance and like the metaphors mm-hmm. of anime thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's fair. I didn't want him to go. This is not a series to go full blown over the super over the top. I think what they did at the the last fight was probably as far as you can really take it without it just going and becoming Looney Tunes. Yeah. Um, it was a great juxtaposition to the the previous one, right? Because the first movie, mm-hmm. the first movie is like very straightforward. Yeah. Um, Pretty raw. And then I don't even know if I would say that. Like the second fight in this one mm-hmm. is like what I would say. It's like raw and like gritty and it's it's disgusting. You know, I think like the first Creed is kind of like a, it's a soft reboot, right? Yeah. Like we're not trying too much. It's a layup, right? Yeah. Like it's pretty straightforward. You know, like it's a, it's it's a good movie. It's a yo. It's one of my favorite movies. But it's 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 not a lot of risk. And I I like that this one is like more risky. You know, it's mm-hmm. more it's more out there. There's more interesting creative choices to the to to the degree that I'm kind of nervous. I'm kind of nervous because like like I said, I've said it. I think Michael B. Jordan d- deserves best director. Top Gun Maverick. It's not as good as this movie. Like whatever, whatever I, good I guess because I like Top Gun Maverick a lot, but this is way better in my opinion. Like it, it's more interesting visually. It has better acting. It's like it has way more nuance to this. But I'm scared that okay, well, with the with the artistic flair, you know, the anime stuff that he's gonna get like snubbed for for director consideration. Yeah. I don't think so. I think there's enough technical. I think this. Uh, I may not uh, love, uh, but I think technically this movie is uh, is good. He has a solid, he had a solid team. The cinematography is well as well shot. I think there are certain scenes and certain editing moments where I'm like, mm, kind of tilting my head a bit. But for the most part, I think it's a very solidly directed, and it's a very good start for a, a if he wants to continue into a directorial career, especially mm-hmm. in this franchise. I guess the biggest question I have for uh, I guess everybody is. Do you uh now that Rocky was not in this uh movie, do you at this point are fine with maybe Rocky just not even showing up again or just staying as a cameo if he ever even shows up again at all? Do you think he's like, I, okay, it's his stuff now? I will say, I mean, yeah, I think they overdid it with Creed too. I mean, my head canon is that Rocky wanted to put himself in or Sly Sly wanted to put himself into the movie and they were like, No. You wa- you watch Creed too, and it's like how much the plot didn't doubled back on itself to like if it was so it was so reductive too like with the it felt like a rehash (laughs) you know what i'm saying creed 2 it's like oh i got the chip on my shoulder again it's like why right (laughs) this guy 
Yeah. This guy well, kill if you if you blame this man for killing your father, you're not you're not fixing that with a boxing match, bro. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like you're not. It's 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 so ridiculous. Yeah, but you this the solution at the end of this movie was a boxing match. So I don't know how you could say that. He didn't kill his father. Yeah, <laughs> like, he didn't, yeah. But he didn't blame time, for killing his father. The, the lesson at the end of that second movie was yeah, I'm angry at the end of it, but. We both have suffered in different ways. I mean, I, Ivan Drago just completely, like, he, his career was gone in that second one. He was using his son as a pedestal, realized that was wrong at the end. That whole beef was all about ego. That's the whole point. Ego, like, get rid of that. So by this third one, it made perfect sense that he's like, I'm trying to push the ego down. I'm trying to just kind of yeah. do what I got to do. It, it felt like a step. It Two may not be great, but I'll defend at least it made attempts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a cartoon, but I feel like, I mean, I mean, like, because these movies are kind of, bro, it's like this motherfucker keeps fighting bigger and bigger guys at like, (laughs) at like 220. (laughs) Like, it's like, bro, this motherfuckers, they keep getting bigger. It's like, how? You know what I'm saying? And then Creed 2, here's what I'll say about, Mm. about it. It's like, and, and here's where I think Creed 2 messed up is that Mm. Creed 2 really, should have been called Drago and really should have been a Drago or like the Drago to Creed. And then Creed is the villain of, 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 of Creed too. Excuse well, me. Drago. They are talking about been, possibly doing a Drago spinoff. They are talking about doing that. But they should, they should have started there. They should have uh-huh. started there. It, um, but did, really, but did they have the cloud to do it at that time? It doesn't matter. <laughs> like, I, it, no, that, I get you. Best, we're talking about what's the, we're talking sure. about what makes the best movie. If sure. you do a hook line, if you do a, bait and switch and then give people a good movie and michael b jordan's still in it like that'd be that'd be fantastic but the the like and because this dude he's one of the best parts of this movie he that guy is an incredible actor and they, and then like they they really did a lot with him and it's just a shame that he you know he's relegated to like i i, I don't know i fight like they waste that potential but if yeah. you have it to be where adonis is like kind of getting kind of cocky like he's lost he's kind of lost his step he's not lost his step but he's kind of lost his way a little bit he's cocky he's feeling himself and then this struggle guy comes in they fight that's a way and then that leads perfectly into this movie right mm. like but my point about the whole thing was like this to me felt like it's a little far-fetched that because they don't have to fight they don't have to box in this movie like yeah, they, really all. he could have just ignored yeah no it's like, yo, the emotional motivator for the second movie was like, this guy killed my father. <laughs> you're, you're not. It's it's the stakes are way higher. Like that's I guess that's what I'm saying is that like, this is like this is it's Creed Two is a sequel in every sense of the word, like a typical sequel. It's like bigger. It makes less sense. Like the nuance is kind of removed. Um, and again, what I appreciate about Creed Three is that they've kept the scale. They've kept like the the money, the budget, the production value is there, but they've made it more personal. You know what I'm saying? They made it more personal where it's like, it's not that, like, I'm thinking like, this one really could have been some corny shit where it's like, I'm going to kill your family. It's like, no, he was just talking shit. (laughs) He was just just talking shit the whole time. And it was great. (laughs) I can relate so much. I can relate so much to Michael B. Jordan. People been talking shit on at me on Twitter, and it's like, yo, I could leave this shit alone for real, but I'm not about to. Like, I'm not <laughs> a bitch. Like, it's like that dichotomy. I think that, like, you know, black men feel where it's like, I'm trying to like have success. I'm not trying to get into the dumb shit. I'm not a bitch. You know? 
Like mm. I'm, st- I'm still a man at the end of the day. I think that was. I think they nailed it. That guy. Yeah. Well, I guess I you mean, could say anime punches yeah. someone in the face, knocks a sense into to them. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, for sure. Uh huh. I think you say the main reason for them to fight here. I guess you could say is that Adonis feels personally responsible. You know what I mean for Dame and for everything like that. He kind of feels kind of personally responsible for that, and I think it's just about you know kind of letting go of that. Um, and you mentioned how in the second one it should have been mainly focused on Drago, and that kind of reminds me that you know this movie. One reason I kind of wanted to be longer is because do you all remember the movie uh, Warrior? Do you all remember that movie? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It was yeah. it was a movie that came out in 2011. It was with Joel Edgerton and then Tom Hardy. It's basically it's two Rocky movies in one. It's it's mm-hmm. it's a it's yeah. a UFC movie, and I think if you did something like that here, where you really felt for both them, you know what I mean, really both Adonis and both Jonathan Majors' character. I mean, you feel I think a little bit of sympathy for Jonathan Majors, but I think he's always really just positioned as you know as just he is. you know an antagonist. But if you did it where you know what I mean, really. You know, you really felt something more for Jonathan Major if it had been a little bit longer of like, okay, I really want to see this guy win just as much as I want to see Adonis win. I think that would have been a little bit more powerful there. Um, so I'm going to let pass it around, give everybody final thoughts on this and then uh, ratings there. Um, so, yeah, um, I think this is a strong movie. I think it's better than the second one. I don't think it's quite as good as the first one was, uh, but I still think it's a very strong outing, a uh, very good directorial debut from Michael B. Jordan um, in all of his kind of visual flair, um, you know, cinematography style choices there. Um, I would love to see them continue a relationship, Jonathan Majors and uh, uh, Michael B. Jordan, to see that relationship continue. Jonathan Majors, of course, I mean, listen, he's he's always the best standout in everything he's in. People said that about Ant-Man. People said that about Devotion. People said that about uh, Last, Bla- Last Black Man yeah. in San Francisco. Francisco, they always go like this guy Jonathan Majors is good and and he is very good in this and and his ticks his movements his like you said he you know that it's like he's trying to embody that guy of who's been you know in prison for 20 years and that kind of the way that he interacts with uh with Adonis that passive aggressive you know what I mean type of kind of conversation that he's had you know having with him is is also very good and very good on Majors part I don't think he completely just you know, out trumps Michael B. Jordan in this. I think Michael B. Jordan has some good stuff here um, where, you know, he's uh, talking with Tessa Thompson's character and he delving more into his past and we learn a little bit more about his history. I think the stuff with his daughter is here. Uh, Amara is her name. Um, where they do like, they actually, I think the girl in real life is also actually deaf. So that's pretty good. And they, they do sign language without the movie. So that's pretty good too. Um, I think that stuff is very good. Um, and I like the kind of relationship that he had with his family and, and with uh, Jonathan Bates. So I think Michael B. Jordan's got a lot to chew on here. And Felicia Rashad as well. I think Felicia Rashad, who shows back up again as uh, his adoptive mother in this also does a very strong job and I loved a lot of stuff there um, and and I thought that was some really powerful scenes between the two of them uh, so it's not like John it's not like Michael B. Jordan is completely just like he's just a scrub in this movie I think he's he's doing pretty good um, so yeah um, you know besides for some issues like I said wish it could have been longer wish you kind of flesh some you know had some more opportunity to more flesh the story out because like i said it does feel kind of rushed um in moments where like you know you know jonathan major's character he wins the belt then all of a sudden like that same night he's having a beach party and he's got a dj and an entourage and i'm like how the fuck does he have this already like this is the same night i'm like what the hell is happening and then like, and then, like two a week or two later it's just like i'm on a penthouse man i got all this and you're that like, was crazy like one right. one that was one crazy, fight yeah, yeah. wasn't that a great scene though wasn't that a great scene though oh, it's like funny. that felt like 
that felt like the straight out of Compton with the Shook Knight, where it's like, yo, what the hell is go? Just get out of there. Like, fuck everything you're talking about. Get out of this situation. Like that shit was amazing. Yeah. So that 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 was just yeah. That was a little some of so some of it like I said had kind of the pacing of it felt a little <laughs> off there, but um, that was kind of wild. Um, yeah. But so for me, I would give this um a good tune in for me. I give it a good tune in. Um, and what about you, man? I think I, <clears throat> I think I disagree with y'all. I think in in making the movie longer, you just ri- the, the, the second movie was too long. It's like you you just open yourself up to more risk, I suppose. Like that you could have stuff that like isn't as compelling. Like like when I watched this movie and I was like, oh my god, it's over. Like I always prefer that to like. God, when is this movie gonna end? Like, I'm tired of the Batman's. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're saying John Wick Four is about to be three hours, bro. I don't need that to be three nah, hours. man. Like, the Marvel Ant Man Three was two and a half hours somehow. Like, nah, bro. Get me the fuck out the theater, please. Um, no, this is this is what I would describe as like. Aside from some stuff, I'm laughing because Josh was like, "Yeah, he's got like beach party. There's hoes all of a sudden. He's got a gang all of a sudden. It's like, yo, what he <laughs> he was riding the bus like last week, like." No, you're right. But aside from little stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, the, <clears throat> excuse me, there's a death that happens that doesn't get brought up again. Oh, yeah. um, aside from little stuff like that, I mean, I think this is a perfect movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think this is a, a 10 out of 10 directorial effort. I think the 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 acting is incredible. I think you got Tessa Thompson in here is amazing. You know what I'm saying? You got like uh, Felicia Rashad. Also, I, what I liked real quick is that normally Felicia, yo, they captured the black mother so fucking well. It's like that, that tenderness, but that fucking tough love. Oh my god, you know what I'm saying? It was nice that she was like morally in the wrong. Like she, you know what I'm saying? Like after the first movie, like this is a perfect companion piece to the first movie. This is an, this is an amazing sequel. Um, I'm a, I would give it like I wouldn't give it a ten out of ten because I know no movie is perfect. Like nine and a half out of ten. This, this to me, this is a this is a fucking amazing. Movie. So we would probably this is cinema. That's our highest rating. This is cinema. So you probably oh, y'all are good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is cinema. This is true cinema. Yeah, for sure. This is lit. Yeah. All right. Dusk. Uh. Overall, it's a good warping like third movie. It's technically very good. It is good. Uh. I mean, it's just like it's good acting all around. I think everyone plays their part. They do everything. Dialogue could have been better. Some of the pacing should have, could have been a bit better. But overall, I think it's a strong showing, especially for a first direct Taylor direct directing debut from an actor. And uh, I would keep that crew if you're going to continue doing so. So because of all that, I'd say it's a solid tune. Definitely check it out. Mm. Nice. This is cinema. Strong tune in. Uh, and another tune in for Creed 3.